right, everybody, welcome to special emergency podcast, B.O. Boys. It's a raw feed. Fuck it. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. I'm Pat. Now, we're recording this Thursday, late, late night, March 19th. It's probably going to drop tomorrow, Friday, March 20th. And you know what else is going to drop? A few big, big movies on VOD. Yeah, so this is, uh, I mean, it's a horrible time in the world, uh, humanity, all that. Uh, It is a great time for VOD, though. This is maybe the high water mark in the history of video on demand. Mm -hmm. Because we're going to have The Hunt, we're going to have Emma, and we're going to have Invisible Man coming to VOD on Friday, which is today, most likely. Now, it's not 100% because we're not there yet, but that is the plan, that it's going to be a 1999 rental, 48-hour rental. So basically, they're giving you like the movie theater experience in that you got you got to watch it when you say you're going to watch it. Yeah, but the thing with that is that it's 48 hours, though. I mean, that's like a normal rental period for a oh, brand new movie. Okay. It's just, well, but also, you could go to a movie theater usually and just sleep there a couple of days. So it's similar. It's, it's very similar in that aspect, definitely. What's more interesting, and this, we, we actually were able to break into our Monday episode and, and, and break that news. But breaking very recently is Bloodshot is coming out on VOD on the 24th of March. And it is. Wow. And it is to own. Wow. How much is it? Have they announced how much it costs to own it? $19.99, I believe. Whoa, that's a great deal. And then we also Good on have, Vin. We also have Birds of Prey and The Gentleman coming to VOD early. So those are movies that have Birds of Prey was probably still holding on to a few screens, but uh, this this isn't doing anyone any favors. Birds of Prey can't pretend this is some kind of like pandemic gift. They yeah. were destined for early VOD anyway. But the Bloodshot thing is very interesting because like you said it's a big star vehicle. They could have waited, but I don't think there's going to be... We were talking about how many theaters are open in the USA. And right now, I think this is North America. So there's 450 to 500 theaters still open. There's nearly 5,000 that are closed. All of the big chains have closed at this point. AMC, Regal... Uh, Cinemark, um, those are all... Yeah, pretty much all of them have closed. And the interesting thing that a lot of these theaters that are still open are drive-ins. That is interesting. Because it's true, you could go in a car by yourself, everyone's separated by a car, which might need to be just what society becomes is... You're, everyone's moving around in a box, whether it's a car or whether it's just like a cube, like a walking cube. You just enclose yourself and you go to a movie. That's not that's pretty great. The if there's if the resurgence of the drive-in 
happens due to the coronavirus. I'm not going to say the coronavirus was good because I do, and I'm going to say this flatly, and you can, and anybody is able to use this quote in any media that they want. I believe the coronavirus is a bad thing. I believe it's okay. a bad thing and is a damaging and a harmful thing. So I don't want okay. to by any means be sticking up for the coronavirus. But with great, but. But, but with great adversity comes innovation, I would say, but it's not an innovation because you're going backwards. It's a de-evolution. And mm-hmm. this might be a good de-evolution where we go back to the drive-ins because it's a wide open space. Like you said, we can all be in our own moving cubes if that's the future. And if we have to wear masks, we'll wear masks. But we can also move around a lot more and space ourselves the right amount of space because you just have the parking spots be the right amount of space. Right, right. Now, the, the issue I have with this, and I would say this is the one issue I have, is I don't drive. So if we are de-evolving into a movie culture that is drive-in theaters only, I personally will be left out of the theatrical experience. You can't get a zip car? I guess I could, like, get an Uber driver to go watch a movie with me. That, I think, will be the new, also a new innovation. And I think that's also, you know what? That's actually very cool for these Uber and Lyft drivers and the like. Right. Is that they'll hope that, the person that picks them up wants to go to the movies because then they'll sit there and they'll get to watch a movie. They're getting paid because yep. the clock is still running and then they're getting a free movie. Right. Imagine you're an Uber driver. You get that pickup call and then the call is, we're going to go watch Fast 9 together. Oh, it's it'll be great. Yeah. Okay, so then now, now I'm in on this. I like the drive-in thing because I could just get an Uber there and just hang out. And the Uber, if the Uber Uber driver has already seen the movie and does not want to see it again, they can just take a nap. Yes, 100%. But on Uber, they will ha- you'd have to have a rating for snoring. Because if your Uber driver snores, then that means that you can't really enjoy the movie-going experience. So that's going to be, that's going to be something that Uber drivers are going to have to be honest about. Because a lot of men... And I'm sorry to call you out, boys, but a lot of men snore. That doesn't mean women don't mm-hmm. snore, but it's cute when they snore. When men snore, it's an abomination. So you got to know if your Uber driver, if they fall asleep during a movie, if they're going to snore or not. It has to be added to the score. Now, to be fair, if you go to a regular movie theater back when regular movie theaters existed, there were a lot of people who fell asleep and would be snoring. I mean, think of how many times me and you have seen a movie together and there's someone in the theater snoring. So I don't think we could even expect that the Uber drivers would be snoring any more than people in movie theaters used to snore. But you're in close, you're in even closer quarters with an Uber right. driver right. than you are with somebody that's a seat next to you. Plus, they're doing you a service. So they they have a hard long day if they want to fall asleep i don't want to nudge them awake right right okay well this is a situation then and again the now that we're going to an all drive in experience we're going to have to come up with a lot of uh new innovations so one of them might be 
you have an Uber driver pick you up, take you to a drive-in. They've seen the movie already. They don't want to watch it again. They want to go to sleep. Totally fair. That's a situation where I think they open up the trunk and they could lay in the trunk while you watch the movie in the car. Open or closed? You keep you, know, you keep the trunk door open. And I guess I'm thinking of like the traditional cars where the trunk space is totally separated from the inside of the car. This wouldn't work as well in a car in which, yeah, in which it's an open trunk that just bleeds into the body of the car. Just to just to give a little bit of context for our listeners, Pat is Italian. So in his mind, all cars have enough room for one or two full grown men. Well, not comfortably, but like think of you could you could fold yourself up into a trunk of oh, a car. It's not to be it's not supposed to be comfortable, it's a punishment. Not for the Uber driver. But listen, okay, here's the situation. They're in the trunk. Yes, their knees are maybe up into their chest or whatever, but the trunk door is open. So they're getting fresh air. You know, they could maybe kick their legs out into the outside of the car. There's room. There's plenty of room. Mm -hmm. That's a situation where when you're calling for the Uber to pick you up to take you to the drive-in theater, you're making sure to get a car that has a uh, self-contained trunk. That is not part of the inside of the car itself. You know, you're looking for a movie, a drive-in movie Uber is basically what you're looking for. Yeah. And I think uh, like these, these guys and gals, the Uber Mm -hmm. drivers, the Lyft drivers, they have to adapt to whatever the new world is going to be. And if it, if they have to get a car that has that in order to get more fares, then they will. From what I know from any time I've been in an Uber or in a Lyft or a rideshare of that kind, these ladies and men are, they, they, they will do whatever they can for the customer. They're really trying to get ahead a in this gig economy and I applaud them. The ones that I've run into. Mm-hmm great people. So I do think that they will find a way to make this work. I have nothing but faith in uh, the Uber and Lyft community that these drivers will figure out the best practices to take us to drive in movie theaters in our new future. So, I mean, that's a thing and we don't know if that's going to happen, but listen, we're talking about new movies coming to VOD we're talking about all these new things that are happening. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if we move into a more of an outdoor large space situation. And, and it mm-hmm. could be bikes. It could be bikes. The only thing with a bike is it doesn't give you as much space. It'd be hard to keep people six feet apart in bikes. I don't think outdoor movie theaters with bikes is going to work. It's just they're all going to be on top of each other. And then you get a situation where if one bicyclist falls, they all fall on top of each other and it, they're all sick. It's 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 worse than having seats. Seats are better than bikes. The car is the buffer. The car is what creates yes. the space. The car is ideal or, as I mentioned earlier, some kind of walking cube. Yes, which the walking cube, which I think also is a very good idea. Uh, okay, so we're talking about theaters being closed. So 
basically what we're getting at is there's going to be very minimal box office, if anything, this Monday when we do our next episode. I'm going to be very interested to see what the uh, what kind of money any of these movies are going to bring in. But a lot of them are going to be available to rent on VOD, which is going to be very interesting. I'd like to see those numbers. I don't think they're going to release those numbers. We've got to make some calls. We've got to get some numbers. At the, at the least, then, we've got it. Is, is there some kind of ranking we could find, even j- just like the iTunes ranking? Oh, there is an iTunes ranking. So we can definitely look at the iTunes ranking, but it's it's not going to – there's going to be other places where you can rent these, I'm pretty sure. So Voodoo and – Google Movies, Amazon. I'm sure there's going to be several platforms, so it's not going to... I feel like those are going to be minimal. Voodoo is going to be minimal. It's. I, I, think, I think maybe our metric going forward should just be the iTunes ranking. I think that's... I mean, that's where I rent my movies, so that's mm-hmm. what I know, and I think that's where a lot of... Because a lot of people have Apple TV, it's a little bit easier. So I do think we'll go by that just as a... And I, you know, I think that if we look at that and we looked at the Amazon one, they'll probably line up pretty. So that's going to be very interesting. And so we're going to report on that on Monday in our our normal episode where we talk about the box office. So what do you how, what do you think is going to do well on VOD this weekend? So the big ones that are available on Friday are The Hunt, Invisible Man, Emma. I think I think Invisible Man's going to do really well because. It is a very well-reviewed movie, and it did very well at the box office. And I think that people who were dragging their butts and not going to the theater before all this happened will say, oh, this is well-reviewed. I like Moss from Handmaid's Tale, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to rent this. That, I think, would be the number one. I think The Hunt will do very well because I think The Hunt would have done very well as a VOD movie just by itself, but that's yes. at like a six ninety nine rental, not at a nineteen ninety nine rental. I think that would be the one I would I think we're actually gonna rent that this weekend. We've gotta. We've gotta rent the hunt. There's gotta be a lot of maniacs like us, the horror maniacs that didn't get a chance to see it that are gonna wanna see it. I mean I guess we'll we'll do some kind of review if we both watch it. We'll, we'll, you know, I think part of what maybe what we'll be doing going forward is giving a little bit of a, you know, s- skip it, rent it, own it, some kind, some kind of rating scale. You know, let people know what's worth their VOD dollars. Because there's a difference between renting something at home and going to a movie. I know mm-hmm. we're old school. The experience of going to see a movie is in itself worth whatever we see the worst movie going experience is still a movie going experience and you can put that in your back pocket and sometimes the worst movie experiences like war of the planet of the apes me and you had one of the worst experiences ever at a movie theater during that movie and it tainted that movie forever but it's a memorable experience renting something at home i don't believe is as special and as much of an experience no you the the act the act of hitting the uh okay button is worthless 
The act itself is worthless. You're sitting in a chair that you sit in all the time. You're covering yourself in a dirty old blanket that you cover yourself with all the time. You you know, you're, you're drinking a glass of water from the same goddamn tap that you've had water at it for the last 20 years. The experience is, is worth nothing. The only thing worthwhile when you watch a movie at home is whether the movie was any good or not. Yeah, so I think that will... I mean, I think these movies will be under more scrutiny in that way. Yes. It's all about the movie. It is it is you and that movie, and that's that's all you're getting out of it. So if the movie stinks, you're totally fucked. And we want people to save up their money so that when theaters open up again, whether or not they are drive-in or enclosed mm-hmm. theaters the way we have now, we want people to save up enough money for, number one, if regular enclosed theaters open up again, to buy tickets to actual movies to be able to see them, or B, to save up to buy a car, or at the very mm-hmm. least, save up to get an Uber to go to a drive-in to see a movie. Right. So we, right, right now, money is important, and it's something that people should hold on to. So yes. we will rent these movies so you don't have to. Or... Yes. We will rent them and say, you must. You must rent yes. this. And it's, yes. you have to do it then. Yes. Great. So then going forward, the B.O. Boys, part of our mission will be where you should spend your dollars. And if we tell you to spend your dollars, you have to do it. And if we tell you not to spend your dollars and you do it and you do spend your dollars anyway, that's on you. It's not on us. We told you so. So eat shit. Eat shit. So I do yeah. think that it should be the scale of it is a skip it mm-hmm. or a mandatory rent. I don't think there's anything Ugh. in between. That's a, that's wishy-washy, and that's not what we do. We cut the shit. Yeah. Yeah, every week we'll be cutting the shit. Our cut the shit moment is going to be rent it or skip it. And what we'll ask our listeners, if it's a mandatory rental, email us. And write a quick synopsis. Now, if you're not literate, that's fine. Just doing it, just writing something will let us know that you actually did what you were told. Just any way you can communicate to us that you did what we told you to do, email us that. If it's drawing Mm -hmm. that you scan or if you have somebody else email for you because you uh, can't, I think we still need to get some sort of verification that you are following orders we're gonna rent the hunt i think now there's uh, there's there's a few i'm looking on the itunes store i'm keeping track of this and there's a few movies that look like they might be dropping soon too because they have similar uh pre-order buttons on them one of them is onward which i gotta believe is gonna drop at some point maybe not friday but maybe tuesday so you're thinking that goes to VOD before Disney Plus? Absolutely, because they're going to do that. They're going to get that 1999 before they add it to the service. Because the other thing is they already dropped they already dropped Frozen 2 for free mm-hmm. or early onto Disney Plus. That's going to hold people over. I think they're weighing what they want to do with Onward, but I do think you're going to see in the next couple of days that that is going to be available the same way The Hunt and Emma and things like that are. This just came in over the wire. 
Onward is coming to VOD at 8 p.m. tonight. That is Friday, March 20th, and then it's going to Disney Plus April 3rd. The other one was The Way Back, which is also a movie that I think I would rent for $19.99. Yes, yes, yes. It, but it has a similar pre-order button to the other ones. So I'm going to see Friday when we might even be able to, since we are recording this as the clock is changing from Thursday to Friday. I'm going to keep my eye on the iTunes store and see if after midnight or whatever pops up, whatever pops up, and I'll be able to tell people what they can actually rent and what they can't rent. Oh, this is great. This is live. This would be late breaking live news on the show, which we're always looking for because, you know, broadcast, it's all about live these days. That's what the advertisers want. Yeah, fuck it. We're doing it live. So, yes, we will. We will absolutely let you know if during this podcast, the way back becomes available on iTunes which would be huge news. That'd be huge news. So let's talk a little bit about some other movements in the box office. So Mm -hmm. we had a huge, huge move, one that we expected and it happened. Black Widow moved from its May 1st perch to TBD. TBD. Interesting. So, So they were May 1st. I guess they were sort of talking to some doctors. The Marvel people were probably talking to the CDC being like, hey, come on, just uh, let me know. Is this going to be over in a couple of weeks? And they must they must have got the news. It's not going to be over by May 1st. Yeah, May 1st is, is a tough one. But after Black Widow moved, that was a domino that started an effect where – we have now. This is before it, but Antebellum, which was mm-hmm. a uh, sorry a Jordan Peele produced movie starring Janelle Monae. It was supposed to come out on April twenty fourth, and it is now coming out TBD. Same thing with another thriller called Run, that was supposed to come out okay. May May eighth. It's, it's it's starring Sarah Paulson. Fascinating to hear that that's something that in a, in a normal world would have been in the movie theater, a Sarah Paulson thriller. I believe it's a low-budget thriller. Woman in the Window, supposed to come out May 15th, been pushed to TBD. That was on my, that was on my bombs list, The Woman in the Window. So it's probably going to be shoved to next year or, or, or not be available uh it's you're gonna have to move it to your next year's list i'm I'm assuming big news spiral the saw reboot or continuation we're not sure with chris rock it got pushed may 15th opening to tbd the only ones that have found homes are the is bond who jumped early smartly Mm -hmm. jumped early i'm kind of now in that camp where they were smart and they jumped. You thought Bond was a coward. I still think Bond is kind of a coward, but I I can respect a coward. In certain situations, right. I can respect a coward. Now, F9, which took over the F10 slot uh, a year from now, so April 2nd, 2021, 
people are saying Black Widow might jump till the jump into the the uh, Eternals spot. Oh, you've got to. Because they're 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 kind of tightly scheduled up until 2022 or something. Those maniacs. So that's the the most likely scenario. Although Black Widow is not as big of a movie as the Eternals. The Eternals was going to be one of the first movies after Endgame, other than the Spider-Man movie that came out this summer. But also Marvel does all of this interconnectedness and they have their little Easter eggs at the end and you got to wait till after the credits to see. I'm still here. Oh, man, I lost Pat. It's a fucking raw feed. I'm right here, bro. I could hear you. I'm recording solo. Bro, I could hear you, bro. Oh, no. I could hear you. I'm still also recording solo. I could hear this guy the whole time. Oh, I couldn't wait to just go solo, could I? I was going solo. I was listening to you the whole time. Wait, wait. So you were talking and you could hear me. The whole time. But I couldn't hear you. I I don't know why. Well, I couldn't hear you, Pat. And so I decided to just, this is what happens in this, in this, you gotta leave someone behind. Right. There's times when I couldn't, I couldn't hear you for, I think it was 10 seconds. And you, you just took the show over. I gotta, you know why? Cause it's a fucking raw feed. We're not editing that shit out. We're not editing it out. So I had to fill the dead air. Oh my God. So now I know what it'll be like if I die on air. It's just going to be you just doing the show. Would they want anything less, Pat? If I die on air, I don't want you to acknowledge it. Well, I think the dream scenario for a lot of listeners is we both die on air and the mics never stop. And it's the ultimate raw feed. Oh, that would be a total raw feed. You would be able to hear us because the fidelity is so good on this. You would be able to hear us decomposing. Yes, you would hear the rot, yeah. Hear the rot, that's great. We need to use that. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great, like, classic rock uh, radio station tagline, too. It's like Q1043, hear the rot. Yep, no, that would be good. All right, so back to this VOD situation. I've got another, because we were talking about the Eternals, maybe Black Widow moving into the Eternal spot. Yes, so, I mean, what I was going to say is, all these Marvel movies, they're all about the Easter eggs and the connectedness and after the credits, which characters going to eat shawarma, all that. So these movies have to still come out in the planned order that they already were scheduled to. Because I'm sure Black Widow is going to have some Easter egg where it sets up one of the Eternals is born or something. Or you get to see one of the Eternals uh, you know, eat the gamma rays that turn it into a flying walrus or whatever the hell the Eternals are. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing is that that kind of handcuffs them a little bit. So that is up to, we're not sure if that's actually going to happen. There's also another movie, a big movie that has moved and it is deep into the summer, which is troubling. Uh, Munions, The Rise of Gru, July 3rd, 2020 moved to TBD. 
the Munions have moved. So here is something that I read about this movie or about this uh, move is that they're saying that the move is not coronavirus related, that they just, uh, because the post-production is taking so long, we're not going to have it out in time. So the Munions were rushing to hit their date, and this actually helped them. Yes, the coronavirus gives them some cover, but the real story is that the uh, Munions have been taking a lot longer to draw than they used to. So here's the thing. This is also something. So now this is something that we have to make sure that people remember because they will think that the makers of the Munions are saying, oh, well, we're going to protect the kids, but they just weren't ready. They weren't ready. They were fully prepared to send the Munions out uh, covered in the virus, get kids covered in the virus. Like, it, it's not a virus thing. It is, uh, from what I've read, it is purely a uh, we we just, we, we fucked up and we forgot to edit this movie in time. Well, they're like, I thought you were going to do it. I thought you were going right, to do it. Right. Exactly. And now they're just like, this is coronavirus. Everyone's moving everything. It don't matter. That That's disgusting and despicable. But it fits. It's, it fits the Munions brand. If you're going to release your movie in the summer, you got to be ready. Like what Tiffany Haddish says, always be prepared. Mm-hmm. She says she prepared. She's She prepared. And I think they not prepared. Exactly. They were not prepared. Um, and I would say right now, if you're looking at people or entities that you could blame for a lack of uh, uh, preparedness, the makers of the Munions are top of the list. They're the most unprepared of anything that we could talk about right now. I would agree with that. Yeah. A movie that has not moved... And a movie that actually moved up fairly recently is the Bad Trip movie starring Eric Andre. This is an amazing story. A a movie that had been moved several times, supposed to come out in 2019, was moved to April 24th, 2020. And then just a few weeks ago, with the coronavirus looming and people moving things left and right, this movie moved up to April 17th. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's moving. I feel like this movie is going to get released into drive-ins exclusively. What do you think is the story here? Is the story that Bad Trip is holding to that date, A, because they've done some research and they feel that their audience is going to consist mostly of People living in their cars who are going to go to drive-ins and bug chasers. Because you can't, in a time of a pandemic, you can't discount the uh, bug chaser uh, customer base, which is always looming large. Yeah. So you're going to have the handful of open movie theaters and the drive-ins. And the fans of Eric Andre might just be, you know, people living in their cars and bug chasers. Or... Is it the other possibility, which is everyone involved with this movie has totally forgotten that it is supposed to come out soon and no one has just thought to move it because they are not even thinking about it anymore? 
Yeah, like a set it and forget it situation. Yes. It is hard yes. because Eric Andre is somebody who lives his art, or at least in public lives his art. You know, outside of his public persona, he's a very nice, uh, zen, calm dude. But mm-hmm. I do think that there is a level of just it's a prank movie and this is the ultimate prank is to release a prank movie to barely any theaters and to yes. mo- and move yes. it up in the they... face of, of a crisis. And I think that's, that is like you said, his customer base will enjoy that. His customer base are the people who are in Miami right now in spring break, butt chugging and sharing mm-hmm. and sharing cylinders. They're, they're, they're sharing funnels in a time yes. like this. And that's nothing against when you, him, who I think is a brilliant artist. I think he's a brilliant comedian. Yes. A, he's one of the funniest guys going right now. But the fans don't see the the layers of irony in him. They only see the craziness. And I think they are uh, trying to mirror him. And I think that is one of those things where that's the demo that's going to go see this movie. Yes. They should screen this movie when it comes out at... hotel resort pools in Miami. You know, when you see like a, 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 one of these hotel pools right now that still has like 50 people in it shoulder to shoulder, they should also screen bad trip just at the pool. It's got to all, it's got to also screen on airplanes headed to Italy with the people inside that said, if I get it, I'll get it. If I die, I die because they got, tickets to Italy for 99 bucks. Yes. Those planes should only be screening bad trip. Yeah. You make that an in-flight VOD. They're going to be spending so much money on cocktails. Just throw that on top of it. The bad trip charge. They'll be like, Oh, bad trip. I must've bought acid on the plane. Yes. I mean, it's actually the perfect thing to say at the start of a flight to Italy is ladies and gentlemen, here is bad trip. Yep, and out come the funnels and the butt chugging. Yes. No, I I think they have to open this movie on April seventeenth. It is. It'll it'll create such a a stir for this because let's face it, this is probably a movie that also will be on VOD April eighteenth. But the amount of publicity it'll get from going all the way with a theatrical release in April will be staggering. That's that's an unforgettable move. I'm I'm very excited to cover all of the lead up to this opening. It'll also be great for our show if this movie actually comes out in April. Oh, because then it's got to have some it'll have some box office. Yes. And we yes. desperately need box office to survive. Well, It'll also be guaranteed, I would hope, to be the number one movie at the box office when it comes out. It'll be the number one movie for weeks. Yes. This is a movie that can take out a full page in Variety and say the longest running number one movie at the box office is Bad Trip. Yep. Because when we're looking, so it comes out April, April 17th. We're not seeing a new movie. All of May has basically been decimated. So 
and then June 3rd is Minions. So say there's not another new movie that comes out until, I'm sorry, Munions, Rise of Gru, is July 3rd. But it's moving. It's moving. So what I'm saying is that's moving away. So then we might have, it might have a clear runway to be number one until August. And so we're talking beating Titanic as consecutive number ones. I think this mm-hmm. is actually a very smart gambit. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is a, a great move, and this is going to be a very interesting story to cover. Yes. So I would say, I would say, do not pull this movie. Stay strong, Eric Andre. You have to release this movie to drive-ins and flights to Rome on April 17th. That would be huge. So yeah. right now, I went to the iTunes store. And nothing's changed. So they haven't uploaded anything yet. So no way back yet. No. So it's 1211. And listen, way back is not assured. The ones that I'm looking to make sure are, and what the details are, are the ones that have already been said that they're going to drop, which is Invisible Man, Emma, The Hunt. And I'm not sure if Fantasy Island is in that group, but it's a Blumhouse situation. So I'm assuming it'll probably be in that group too. Yeah, that's true. It's surprising Fantasy Island is not on VOD yet. Um, interesting. So any other straight-to-VOD news that we need to cover this week? No, although I did read an interesting article, and I can't really say it was an interesting article because it was a, it was like two paragraphs from some – it was on Cineblend, and someone was pausing that my spy – the Dave Batista movie should go to Netflix. Okay. That it's a prime candidate for a Netflix movie. Now, this they didn't they didn't go into the intricacies of the business like us cuz they're not BO boys. I don't even think they're one of BO boys. Uh they're blog they're blog boys, which right. let's not even get into that. So that was interesting, but I do think they're looking past the fact that this movie needs to make money before it goes to netflix i would say my spy is a perfect vod movie like a 1999 buy like bloodshot but i can't say that it should go straight to streaming because they need to make stx needs to make some sort of money off of this movie that's been moved several times well, I mean, it, it also all depends on what the rights fee will be from the streamers because you're getting paid to put the movie on Netflix or Hulu. So if they pony up some dough. Pat, get paid twice. Put it on VOD and then let it go to Netflix. That's the thing. Sure. But I'm sure Netflix pl- will pay a premium for a movie that nobody has seen anywhere. Are you sticking up for this no-name Cineblend blogger? No, I'm not sticking up for them. They're scum of the earth, of course. But I'm just saying the strategy of sending something directly to Netflix or Hulu depends on what they're willing to pay. Because you'll get paid more if your movie wasn't already available for rent earlier. Just dollars and cents. Now that you say it, I can see that angle. Right. But I'm still not happy about it. Totally understand. Um, Yeah, My Spy is 
a movie that probably in the end, straight to VOD or streaming, probably wasn't the worst place for it anyway. Okay, so so I am on the iTunes store, and I have The Hunt. And The Hunt has a orange 1999 pre-order button, but now it has a 1999 rent button. Yes. So the hunt is available to rent. Now vamp really quick because I'm gonna look and see if Invisible Man is the same situation. I mean, I'll tell you what it is. New York time as we're recording this. It is 12:15 a.m. I am. I'm very tempted to do that now. I really can't because I actually have work tomorrow. Work from home. And I should get up at a normal hour. I shouldn't watch The Hunt until 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. But that's the power of the VOD. The OD is is there. You know, I kind of want to OD right now. Yeah. So we have Invisible Man. We have the pre-order button. And then we have the 1999 rent button. Same thing with Emma. Now, these are the three that we, we were sure we're going to get it. Now, let me right. see really fast. Because the way back was a a, a a thought in our head, but something that has not been uh, written about anywhere else. It has not been announced. Now, I'm looking up Fantasy Island, and I'm going to see if that has a rent button. No, it only has a $14.99 pre-order button. Well, you know what? It's expected uh, April 14th, so it's coming out soon. I think it's it's actually going by the original window. And probably the thought process on that is how many things are people going to – how many movies could people get in one weekend? The Hunt is going to be the big one when it comes to thriller, horror, you know, buzzy Blumhouse movie right now. Give Fantasy Island a little space. Yeah, I think so. So, so there's definitely so there's the 1999 rental button for those three. So it is real and it's spectacular, and I'm pretty sure it goes by the standard rental rules. Now, Bloodshot I went to 1999 pre-order, pre-order expected March 24th. So this is wow. a Tuesday Bloodshot. We could own Bloodshot on Tuesday. I mean that that to me feels like a must. Yeah. Well, for us, and then we'll let the listeners know whether it's worth it for them. You know what's what's actually in the in the favor of the companies now is that normally if this was happening, I would come over to your place and we would rent Bloodshot. Yeah. But now I have to rent Bloodshot and you have to rent Bloodshot. So they're getting more money from us. Yes. I mean, the, the workaround is, of course, one of us could rent it, you know, Skype or FaceTime the other one into the room so that we're watching it off of a webcam, which, you know, depending on how long this goes on, that might start to become more of an option for people is your friend gets it, you chip it a couple of bucks, and then you watch it through their webcam. You know, you put me right next to you on your couch uh, with your laptop, 
and we're watching Bloodshot together. But right now, we're not in that financial financial strait. Not yet. No, not yet. But I would say a couple of months from now, if this is still happening, and Top Gun 2, Maverick, is straight to VOD, and you know we got lint in our pockets, and no, we don't have two pennies to rub together, might be a situation then where one of us rents it, other one's a laptop on the couch looking through a webcam. I also think that is kind of built into these prices because I I would say if the world was not in a insane situation where people are not allowed to be next to each other and be in each other's houses, if you had a straight-to-VOD release of a new movie, like at these levels, the price tags would probably be higher than $20 because they would be trying to offset the fact that people would be having parties to watch a new movie. Yeah, I think if you're if you were able to go over someone's house, it definitely would be in the thirty to forty dollar range. We did it. We did something. We really did it. Um, uh, one last thing, actually, before we go to the goodbyes, I want to give a shout out to a wannabe old boy and a wannabe old girl who are about to have a wannabe o baby any minute now i've gotten i've gotten a text right before the uh, we went on air from the wannabe o girl about to be induced the day we put this out it'll be the day of that's the news i'm getting and and she had told me that she wanted this episode of B.O. Boys to be part of her birthing plan. Oh, so wait, she listened to it after the birth? Listen, d- during, ideally. Whoa. This might be playing in the room. So we need footage of that. We definitely need footage. So you know who we're talking about because you're giving birth right now. So hopefully this is playing on the speakers. I don't think she would be wearing earbuds. So it's probably playing just out loud in the room. Anyone in that. Yeah. So anyone in that room, her husband would be the best one to do this. Grab a camera and film your wannabe old girl giving birth while she listens to this show and send it to us. Of course, this goes without saying tasteful. Not too graphic, a little bit graphic, but not too graphic. And I think he'll know the level. Yeah, use your use your judgment. There's things we want to see, and there's things we don't want to see, and and you'll figure it out. Yeah, she. The other thing she also told me because she's, uh, she's going in earlier than she thought, and this does also ruin what was her original Friday plans, which was. She was going to rent Invisible Man on VOD. That's big. Yeah. Yeah. And now is assuming she's not going to be able to. Yeah. Yeah. I would say she should listen to us over watching Invisible Man while she's giving birth. Yeah. I mean, I I think the situation is they're also just, they're not going to let her watch the movie during the birth. And I don't think the hospital TVs are going to have VOD. I think they're just going to have basic cable. Yeah, we're just happy that they have sterilization. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say let's try to get a TV in here that we can, like let's not bring a fire stick into this. Well, unless you could sterilize the Apple TV device, which you probably could. I mean, you could just lice all it. I think as long as you don't spray inside it. Right, because then you would ruin the device itself. That's the problem. Okay, so yeah, I think her listening just to the podcast will, will be enough entertainment. So if anybody yeah. uh, else in the audience is giving birth at the moment, email us. Where can they email us, Pat? They could email us at the bo boys podcast at gmail.com email us your birthing plans and your birthing videos and you know what for the time being i'm not gonna ask anybody to give us money at patreon because times is tough that money that you were gonna give us make sure that you either are using it to rent the movies that we tell you to rent or Mm -hmm. saving up for a car or a cube for the inevitable takeover of the drive-in movie theater. Those are yes. what we would ask of you for April. I'm not going to ask for mm-hmm. any money. That's big of us. And I'm regretting saying this right now because I forgot how we're not in April yet. So this is a long time. So I might go back on that depending on how things look. Obviously, if things get dire in April, end of April, I'm not going to be asking I might be asking for money to survive, but it won't be through Patreon because it's it's too much tax, you know. But for right now, we do have a Patreon. You can go and look at it if you want. I don't know why you'd want to uh, without giving any money because I would feel pretty bad going to someone's Patreon and then not giving any money. Uh, uh, People are bored. They go to look at Patreons and, and, you know, it's like window shopping. But see, I like to – I don't – I – it's hard for me to go to like a small store and walk in and then walk out without paying anything or buying anything. Cause I, I know they hate me. I mean, right now there's no stores open. So all you got, the only window shopping you do is on Patreon. So eh, go for it. Just look at our page and don't give us any money. I guess Pat, until next time, will smell you at the box office. Nailed it. <laughs>